0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing today. S&P and NASDAQ both at records. The Dow gained 100 points to 21,613, no record, but up five-tenths of one percent. S&P up seven to 2477, up three-tenths of one percent, while NASDAQ climbed a point. little changed at 64.12. The tenure down 21.30 seconds. The yield there 2.33 percent. Gold down 4.40 the ounce to 12.49 down four tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude up 217 a barrel to 48.51 now. That's a gain of 4.7 percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, That's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: This
2: is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report, brought to you by Zillow. You're not just looking for a house. You're looking for a place for your life to happen. It's no secret that adults under the age of 35 seem attracted to housing in urban areas.
0: Millennials, specifically. Are
2: coming back to the city in droves. Mickey Conlin is luxury real estate broker at Douglas Elliman. They are willing to sacrifice the "quote unquote" American dream of, you know, a split
0: level and a little patch of crabgrass and a two-car garage uh, for a a cramped one-bedroom apartment with a convertible dining space or just anything you need to survive.
2: And Conlon says it's the opposite of what happened in the 1950s, and the newer trend is thanks to technology like ride-sharing and...
0: How people want to raise their children. Do they want their children raised in the same environment they were, or do they want diversity? Do they want culture? And
2: Conlon forecasts people will continue flocking to urban areas for at least the next decade. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini.
0: You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. Down. That's Van Halen No relation to Mike Halen. Well, Michael Halen joins us right now, Bloomberg Intelligence Senior Restaurant Analyst.
1: Maybe, maybe they are Who knows a Cousins. thing or two about
0: shouting Down.
1: Are you just in Cousins? No. Okay, never mind.
0: Maybe really distant.
1: <laughs> really distant. <laughs> Still no. You know we're all related in one one big happy family.
0: <laughs> all right, we, I don't even know where to start with all these restaurants. We've got <laughs> McDonald's, at uh, Domino's, Chipotle. Let's start with McDonald's. What do you uh, What do you make of the results that uh, Wall Street seem to like?
2: I'm going to sound really boring. I'm going to be saying the same things I said to you. You know, three months ago. Um, you know, this is uh, a concerted effort. And, you know, from across the operations to new food items to all-day breakfasts uh, to the refranchising, uh, the reorganization, all of these things that um, they've they've done over the last two and a half years under Easterbrook are starting to pay dividends, and they're actually starting to pick up steam. I'd say the biggest one um, moving forward is going to be the technology, the self-order kiosks, um, the table service, um, the mobile order you know, mobile order and pay, um, all those good things. So know, are
1: they going to need less workers or more workers? Because if they're going to automate a lot more stuff, but then they're going to have table service, what does that mean, like, kind of labor cost-wise?
2: What they say, and I don't know if it's 100% true or it's just smart PR, is that they're not firing anyone and they're just going to move the labor from...
1: Smart PR, I'm just going to say.
2: <laughs> well, if you look at look, if they do keep doing such a good job and yeah. the sales keep going up... To, you know to need you're gonna need more labor and that's a good thing. That's like a high class problem, right? So yeah. um yeah, so they say they're just gonna move the labor from behind the counter to the table service and kiosk helpers and, and stuff like that. But uh yeah, lots of momentum. Um they're hitting on all cylinders for the first time since I think two thousand nine. Same store sales and traffic increased in all their segments.
1: And they raised prices, menu items. One point eight percent higher in the United States.
2: Yeah, but traffic rose for the first time since the turnaround, which so is like the run. real sustainable growth that you want to see.
0: So let me let me turn to Chipotle. I was reading uh, Jeff Matthews uh, um, uh, website uh, uh I'm not making this up, but his blog which is a thoughtful investor and, and uh very critical of Chipotle and, and he he's talking about this, this Sterling, Virginia incident. Um uh and I wonder what the effect might be on sales, if i might get any guidance from the company, but from these people who continue to get sick at Chipotle's, which is kind of a mystery to me in that, you know, McDonald's is so much bigger. People don't get sick at McDonald's. Like, what's going on there, and, and uh, um, how what's the effect on the business? I'd say the biggest thing is that Chipotle has a sneeze, has sneeze, has a sneeze
2: guard. They have glass, and the food is out, right? So it's just... Uh, it's just much much more likely pathogens can make their way into that food whereas McDonald's you know a lot of the process is automated in the back um you know it comes hot off the grill and frozen. that was hundreds and of degrees and frozen before and frozen it, hits. Before it yeah. hits yeah so um so that's kind of an issue and and I kind of take issue with Steve Ells continuing to say that they're going to be the safest restaurant to eat at because it's virtually impossible he's a ceo
0: the founder and ceo yes
1: what happened, though? Because for so many years, they didn't have this problem. Why is it all of a sudden kind of a chronic problem?
2: Well, what they mentioned, I, I caught the beginning of the call, what they mentioned was that they they kind of, um, you know, things well, you were know kind what of I mean, rotting. Right? Yeah, yeah, they of course. They couldn't do
1: anything wrong, it seems like, for... Many, many, many years, and then all of a sudden they just can't seem to do anything right in well, terms
2: of this. yeah. I mean, they're really under a microscope now. So if, if E. coli never happened and they had this instance of norovirus, this wouldn't be a non-event because this happens at restaurants, right? But because of E. coli, you know, a year and a half ago, this gets blown out of proportion, especially in our, like, financial bubble that we, that we live in. Like, people now, in, this, yeah. in this business know – no, uh, more than Joe Public does, right? You, you know, you could speak to a lot of people on the street who have no idea that norovirus hit a Chipotle restaurant. So, um, no, listen, uh, Chipotle, you know, Elsa admitted that some things were rotting underneath. You know, they were kind of blinded by their very good success with the strong same-store sales. And in the meantime, time they kind of got let operations go and customer satisfaction go and some of these, um, you know, operational procedures go and that they're kind of trying to refocus on it.
0: You don't mean literally rotting underneath? Yeah. I know.
1: I was a little, obs- you know, a little disturbed Matthews, by that. Matthews
0: goes ahead <laughs> to do a Google search. He says, if you search the phrase Norovirus McDonald's, you get 30, result, 30, uh, 31,000 results. If you search Norovirus Chipotle, you get a million five. Wow. So p- p- clearly, there's an awareness that there's a problem there for Chipotle. That can't be good for their business.
2: No. And that's, you know, in this last instance, like, it really clouds the story because now it's going to push the, the the timeline back right. So the sales recovery was doing a little better, doing a little better. Now we don't know. Is it gonna? Is this gonna slow sales for a month? Is it gonna be two months? Is it gonna be a year? Is it gonna be something longer than that? Um, you know, it depends. I mean, if it was E. Coli, I'd say this is gonna be a very very long road back. I mean, but you know, and, and norovirus is you know this is something that occurs at restaurants. This is not uncommon.
1: I mean, what is the future for Chipotle? When you look to do analysis, I mean, here is, is someone who really created the fast casual. They look to do food differently. Um, you know, they really wanted to do it in a better way. You know, fresher food. Uh, sustainable. Sort of sustainable. Locally sourced when they could. Mm. Um,
2: they hit on a lot of key themes. Yeah. And, and I feel like
1: it really shaped what we have out there now.
2: Yeah. And um, a lot of the younger generations really, it resonates really well with, with them. So to me, it's, it's not, to me. You know, and, and the food's pretty good, right? And, and here in New York, maybe there's a lot of competition, but in middle America, there isn't. So to me, it's not a matter of, you know, if they come back, it's when. I mean, if you look at Jack in the Box, their E. coli, you know, instances. They actually in the killed 90, people. They killed people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So, so time heals all wounds. People forget. So it's going to take time. The question is when, right? How long is it going to be? And, and Dead
0: men don't do restaurant reviews. <laughs> <laughs> but what
1: does it mean for, you know, I spent a lot of time with Steve Alves, and their plan was to expand into, they were doing the Southeast Asian, they've sold that off, right? Uh, pizza, burgers, like they wanted to apply this model elsewhere. 30 seconds. I mean, yeah, Do so they stop that? Should they stop that? What
2: we've written is that they, they're just a distraction at this point. There's so much white space uh, in the U.S. Uh, and internationally that it's really just a distraction. What we, we think is they should really get their house in order here in the U.S., um, because you know, it'll make a much bigger difference than than growing these these uh, you know tiny chains. Hmm. You know, going forward,
1: you've been a busy man. Very. All right, Mike Helen, we love him. Senior restaurant analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of uh, analysts. Chipotle shares, Corey, they're up one point seven percent. Want to go get a burrito? No. Margarita. Yes. They serve margaritas so much. Oh, they're not there.
0: Forget that. You see
1: Mike. Mike's shaking his head. Yeah. Out of here.
0: I'm shaking my head to Van Halen. (laughs) No
1: relation to our Mike Halen. All right. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio.